0: Hello and welcome back to the Slow Upgrade channel, I'm your host Jay and this is our daily comic book news roundup show where we cover everything from comic book movie news to TVs, games, animation, all that good stuff, got quite a lot to talk about today guys so we'll get straight straight in, main topic of the day, we'll start off which just broke a few hours ago is a glimpse into the highly anticipated trailer Zack Snyder's justice league which will be coming out on valentine's day this coming sunday so happy valentine's day to everybody he's finally released an image of something that we talked about on our podcast show which will be coming out also on sunday of dark side we've got a clear image of dark side. and what seems to be on this right hand side it's a very brief brief very brief clip of granny goodness now, this is extremely exciting. There's been a lot of fan theories. Stephen Wolf is clearly going to be the main villain of the movie. And again, we discussed this on our podcast, but with Darkseid, Darkseid may be coming in at the end of the movie. What I really want to see is a boom tube open up at the end of the movie. Darkseid steps out, and then it's Darkseid against Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Flash, Martian Manhunter. This is the big showdown that I need to see, this is Zack Snyder's last film into the Warner Brothers DC Universe, so bringing Darkseid in would be a perfect way to round up his legacy from starting from Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman and then finally he gets his Snyder cut, Um, really exciting guys, I'll post a link in the description below, let me know what you guys think in terms of this. And do you think Darkseid will play a major role in the film? Do you think it'll just be a possible cameo at the end? There's so much potential with this character, as we've seen throughout comic books and animations. One of my favourite alliterations of Darkseid is within the Justice League Unlimited series, where I believe it's Unlimited, Justice League Unlimited season 2 and it's the very last episode where Superman versus Darkseid. Now, I'm not expecting that. I'm not expecting a, a high-budget Superman versus Darkseid battle scene or or fight scene. But I do want to see some kind of interaction between the two characters. I do want to see that presence and that menace that Darkseid has. I'm not expecting to him to have a front and centre role throughout the whole film. However, if you're going to bring up the big guns and from the pictures this guy's got big guns. You need to you need to bring him in front and centre and you need, he needs to be the main or the final boss battle for the Justice League. So yeah, really exciting guys. Um didn't expect it. It just seems that Zack Snyder's just packed so much into this film and it's not too long away. We've got maybe I think thirty six or thirty seven days left. Us in the UK, we're not going to get it until God knows when. Warner Brothers sort that out or we're going to have to stream it illegally. So yeah, really exciting guys. That's our main story today is we've got our first glimpse of Sight and possibly Granny Goodness. I'm not expecting her to be in the movie too much, but it's a nice homage to Apocalypse. And she is one of his right hand men or women anyway. But yeah, that's our main story. Uh, Moving on to the next topic. Right, so the next topic focuses on a story thread that a lot of people were slightly confused about at the end of Avengers Endgame. We've had uh, Joel and Antti Russo come out yesterday discussing the live-action Hercules movie. They've now come out and given some hindsight and explanation into Cap's situation at the end of Endgame when he went back in time to return the stones but then he still managed to come he still managed to either live his way through to hand Sam the shield at the end of Endgame and a lot of questions came around about that did he go back and live in an alternate branch of reality Um, if he went back Peggy within the MCU had children with somebody else so what happened to those children... This needed a bit of clarity on it... Now my overall theory... Was that he went to... Hand back the stones... He then... Decided to live out his life through... With Peggy... Possibly had kids... He got his happily ever after... Unfortunately Tony didn't but... He did in, in terms of the five years... That everybody was snapped away... Now what Cap did was what I think he did was go go back live his life and then come back to the main timeline and actually Joe Joe Russo has actually clarified this in a recent statement he actually said one thing that that's clear that Anthony and I have discussed I don't know that we've discussed this publicly cap would have had to travel back to the main timeline that's something that yes he would have had to, he would have been in a branch of reality but he would have had to travel back to the main timeline to give Sam the shield. In our internal logic that we defined in the room, that there was a choice that we had to make. Based on everything that happened, he would have had to be been being brought back to the main time or the main branch of reality and then jumped back to live with Peggy. Now, this is really, really interesting Um we've always suspected that's possibly what happened but there wasn't a very clear definition on switching between branches the the ancient one mentioned it to to bruce um on on the top of the rooftop and basically said that if you remove the stone it can branch off and cause alternate time variations and time time branches but now we've got actual actual clarification he didn't he wasn't he didn't live out his life in the main MCU timeline. He went off and lived a separate one and then joined back. Now what happened to Cap we don't know. We're probably gonna find out in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm expecting at least a cameo from Steve Rogers in there, whether it's in a flashback, or whether it's um, old man Cap at some point, maybe speaking to Sam about taking on the the overall pressures of becoming uh, the new Captain America, uh, maybe a, a brief discussion with Bucky, they, they got their goodbyes within Endgame, but I think they needed to be a bit more bit more closure to that the whole arc um whether cap is still hanging around or he's gone back to live with peggy we 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 will get some clarification within falcon with a soldier but i just thought that was a really interesting news article um that yeah there are different branches he lived out his life in that different branch and now he's possibly back in the main in the main timeline so that wraps up our second story of the day right guys so our next main topic of the day involves um hbo bosses basically making a comment on the matt reeves the batman spin-off series now this series is supposed to be centered around the gotham police department it still hasn't been given a given an overall name as of yet and what they've basically said is that it's going to be directly linked to the film now this is completely different to what we got in the gotham series which i did used to watch um I kind of fell off in terms of the later seasons, however, um, this does sound really exciting. Um, One of the main directors at HBO has basically said, um, that's the idea. He responded when asked if a fan can expect to see the same characters across TV and film. Matt Reeves is obviously a producer on Gotham PD. We don't want to reserve characters just for films. Or for TV there should be some kind of fluidity between them so that's the idea I mean it's very early stages on so I don't want to suggest that any characters will be but yes this is but that is generally speaking it will be kind of a crossover this is taking a very similar page out of the Mar- the Marvel playbook which I I think has worked and um, we still got quite a few shows to see how it integrates Uh, across but it seems like DC are heading in the direction where the TV and the movie universe will cross over now CW has basically held a lot of the TV characters and they haven't crossed over very much we've got that one brief cameo in the last year's crossover uh, where Ezra Miller turned up in the flash and that was for about 30 seconds but there's hardly any other crossover between TV and movie. We haven't seen like Ben Affleck or or Henry Cavill turn up um, in any of the Supergirl shows or anything else like that. Or even in the the back the uh, the Batwoman show that there's been no crossover at all. So it seems like this is the kind of direction DC want to go in, and I completely embrace it. It's something that I thought should have been done a while ago. I'm quite surprised they've already gone back into the gotham area or gotham marina i remember i think it was about six years ago when they initially announced the gotham tv show was coming out and it was going to be they said it was going to be focused on gotham pd this a corrupt city and jim gordon would be trying to clean it up and it's his basically his rise and i believe the first season did do that the first season did focus a lot on jim and ...the crime families of Falcone's and Penguin... ...and one of my favourite episodes still is Under the Penguin's Umbrella... ...that was a fantastic episode, I still remember it to date... ...the first season definitely did that... ...but it kind of splintered off into like a pre-Batman villains show... ...and it focused more on the villains... ...and the Gotham City Police Department kind of fell away... And I thought that was the major strength of the show. To be honest, Anytime that they were focused on the the crime and the corruption and the police department and Jim's overall rise to becoming um, Commissioner Gordon, I thought that was the strength of the show. Now I hope that they do that for this show. I hope that they fo- they do focus on they do focus on the overall police and the interworkings of the police and the corruption of the city, rather than splintering off and focusing on poison ivy and uh, mr freeze and freeze and everybody else i'm not saying those characters shouldn't show up but what i'm saying is keep focus on it keep it as a police procedural i love i'd love watching law and order um i love csi i love those police procedural dramas where they say there's a crime you've got to solve it and uh, there's an overarching story throughout the season I completely understand it. So, yeah, this is quite exciting, guys. A different direction for DC. I believe that it was a Warner Brothers um, spokesman or chairman came out a few days ago and actually said that the DC IP is extremely important to them moving forward for HBO Max. Um, And they mentioned also Harry Potter, but they haven't got anything planned for Harry Potter. But it does seem like with DC, they're going to be pushing the boat out. We've got the Green Lantern got the green lantern show which there's been no announcements for at all we're still waiting for some kind of news on that um or movement on that so yeah really exciting it's uh, looking like hbo max is going to get a few more subscribers we need it in the uk please we're not going to be able to watch the snyder cut without it do not make me stream it illegally but yeah absolutely brilliant good news to, to hear the dc are moving in the right direction again so next article guys straight out of heroic hollywood definitely give those guys a follow it's a fantastic site Zorn Aston to play villain in Brie Larson's Captain Marvel 2. Uh, Captain Marvel 2 has found its villain for Brie Larson to take on British actress Zorn Aston. Velvet Saw and Nocturnal Animal star Zorn Aston has joined the upcoming Captain Marvel sequel alongside Brie Larson, uh, Tainana Palace, and Iman Vinani as a new villain in the cinematic universe. Helmed by by Candyman director Nina da Costa, Captain Marvel 2 will see Carol Danvers team up with um, Monica Rambeau and Vianney's Kamala Khan. Now, I didn't actually know Kamala Khan would be in this film. I know she's getting her own Disney Plus series, which is absolutely fantastic. I'm really excited to see that, especially after the Marvel Avengers game. I know a lot of people found her annoying. Um, I found the character quite heartwarming, um, but... To see the three team up seems to be really interesting. It makes me think it's going to take place on Earth. I don't see them taking a 12-year-old to out of space. Um, but I may be wrong. You can never never really tell with Marvel. But in terms of a villain, they haven't actually said who she's going to be playing. Um, a lot of speculation. There's a, a lot of rumours um, who the Captain Marvel 2 villain is. Will it be someone in, in terms of uh, the Kree or the Skrulls? There were rumors that Rogue would be one of the main villains within the film. I don't personally see that. I don't see the act this actress playing Rogue um, but I again I could be completely wrong. You never know you never know with Marvel, but at least we're getting some kind of movement on it. There's no explanation to the story as of yet. I'm hoping that will come out in the next few months. Um, but I'm excited to see Monica Rambo and Kamala Khan team up with Captain Marvel. Um I think they're slowly developing what Monica Rambo can become in the Wonder Vision show. If anybody's watching at the moment, they've kind of indicated that she's going to be getting powers fairly soon and she might become closer to the comic book version of captain um sorry uh, monica rambeau so yeah kamala khan also in there exciting news hopefully we'll get some more developments in the next in the next few months but it seems like we're going in the uh, the right direction in terms of uh, captain marvel 2 and it's good to see because it's been too long since we've had uh, we've had a lack of news for months and months and production stopped on a lot of things and it's been to be honest it's going been quite difficult not being able to go to the cinemas and not getting this kind of content and news out and it seems in the last week or so we've just had an abundance of it and it's really really picked up so really great news i'm looking forward to captain marvel 2 right guys so final topic of the day and absolutely without question the most um, serious topic of the day um in terms of the josh whedon information that's coming out which is actually quite shocking Um, basically we've had the Buffy actress Michelle Transberg has come out with some disturbing uh, new details uh, in terms of um, inappropriate or highly inappropriate behaviour from Josh Whedon during her time on the show Um, I believe she entered Buffy I used to watch it when it was first out she entered in season five and um, I believe she was only 15 at the time and she's come out with, in response to uh, uh, Charisma Carpenter's um, statement yesterday. And then um, Sarah Michelle Gadd has also come out and shown her support. So basically the n- news article, uh, which we've got from Comic Book Movie, definitely give them a follow too, com. Um, so Carpenter's shocking social media post about her traumatising experience working with Joss Whedon and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel was w- met with message support from several of her co-stars and when Buffy Summer's actress Sarah Michelle Gellar weighed in so also she made a comment um, yesterday basically showing her support her comment was while I'm proud to have had my name associated with Buffy Summers I don't want to be forever associated with Joss Whedon I'm more focused on raising my family and surviving the pandemic currently um so I will not be making any further statements at this time but I stand with all survivors of abuse I am proud of them for speaking out um so really strong strong words um from her um coming out yesterday um back to uh, michelle who made her statement also today um which is really disturbing basically saying thank you uh, michelle for your statement Um, i'm brave enough now that i am a 35 year old woman to repost this because this must be known as a teenager with not uh with his not appropriate behavior very not appropriate the last comment i will make on this was there was a rule saying he's not allowed in a room with Michelle again. Um, really shocking, really disturbing, and quite disgusting things that which are coming out at the moment. Of course, there needs to be an investigation to find out what happened. Um, but yeah, really, really disturbing. Um, our thoughts on the channel go out to um, to these victims, um, and this needs to be needs to be directly addressed. Um, on this channel we're not gonna shy away from topics like this and in terms of sexism, racism, homophobia. We'll we'll discuss them head on and we discussed yesterday in terms of uh, blade getting it um while we're looking for a black writer um and is that appropriate we are discussing this today. Um absolutely yeah absolutely shocking. I I've I've watched a lot of Josh Whedon's work previously. I've been a fan of Firefly and and um and Buffy and of course the first Avengers Avengers film which which I I love but to hear this come out is just really really saddening um and I I, I just really just want to say um our thoughts are with with these victims and I hope everything's okay um okay with them so yeah that's the final story of the day of the day guys um just to just to wrap it up if you've um, leave a comment below. Um, subscri- subscribe uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram um, we've also got our podcast which comes out every Sunday um, where we, t- we discuss topical debates and just general things in terms of um, videos and news um, but my name is Jay, this has been your daily comic book roundup show um, hit the like and subscribe button until next time, peace